Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show right here on a Thursday on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Patriots are 1-1 one one heading into this weekend's matchup with the New Orleans Saints. We're going to have it for you on WDEV with coverage beginning at 10 a.m., but if you are watching the game, as I will be, you're going to watch it on Fox, and on the call for that game is going to be Adam Amin, one of the many voices of Fox's NFL coverage. He'll be joined alongside multi-time Super Bowl champion Mark Schlereth, and Adam Amin is with us now. Adam, thanks for being with us. How are you? Everything's good, Brady. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you being with us. You know, we're used to watching the Patriots on CBS, so you don't usually get the Patriots as a Fox broadcaster. How much research do you have to do on this team to get ready for the broadcast on Sunday? Yeah, it, it's now I'm dipping back into the old radio days, right? When I worked yeah. at ESPN, uh, you know, we did a ton of Patriots games on ESPN radio, so I, I've made many trips to Foxborough. <laughs> oh, some of my favorite moments doing the NFL have been in Foxborough because oftentimes I work with Bill Polian, who's a longtime mm. you know uh, partner of mine, and obviously has a very special place in the hearts and minds of uh, Patriots fans. So we always had a lot of color. Uh, sent to us during uh, during broadcast, but uh, that was always a good time. But you're right uh, with Fox. You know, I didn't have a Patriots game last year. We we rarely do get New England, so uh, research wise, it's about the same that I would do for any other team that I'm seeing for the first time in a year or two. With with the Saints, we had them three four times last year, including their Week 17 game. So I'm fairly fresh on what they looked like at the end of the year compared to what they look like two games into this season. Whereas New England, the last game I did was probably like November of 2019. So I have to play a little bit of catch up. And well, obviously Tom Brady's not there. And obviously the running backs look different and the receivers look different. So essentially it is starting the prep process over again. But at the very least, I can lean on things I remember from the Brady era, not necessarily scheme wise, even though Josh McDaniels has been around for a long time, more so just what is the the kind of bar that's been set in New England? There's still a bar that's clearly been set for Patriots fans and for the franchise. So that's at the very least some context that I have for going into our game on Sunday. You know, it's, it's my first Patriots game on Fox, but it's not my first Patriots game. When you go into the meeting rooms, whether they're in person this year or virtual, what do you want to discuss with Mac Jones? What do you want to know from him when you talk to him? You know, if we can figure out what tendencies he has or what he likes to do, and again, this is very early in his NFL career. And as you guys obviously have seen, he's not being put in terrible spots. He's not being put into bad spots. He's not being put into spots where he has to carry things. He's been given some solid I, – I, I always hesitate to use the word easy, but uh, I guess easier to manage scenarios and situations and schemes. And he's made the most of them. He's, he's tested downfield on his own a couple times. So that's a very small sample size through two games. So I want to know, obviously, two games in, what do you like? You know, what are some plays that you feel comfortable with? What's a, a receiver that you felt comfortable with? Who's been a safety blanket for you? Uh, what are the mechanics like? What's the biggest adjustment? And that's the typical question you ask of most rookies. Uh, but when you get a rookie quarterback, you know, two, three games into their career, that's the type of stuff that you typically want to know. And I imagine that's what fans want to know as well and and some fans may not even care they just want to see what he's going to do and, and how he's going to improve and that might be the question the next question that we ask how do you feel like you're getting better what's the next step you want to take how forthright are coaches and players in those couple days before interviews with the broadcasters i think it's your mileage always varies right it just depends on the person i think it really does these are individuals that that all perceive things process things contextualize things in very very different ways and i imagine some level of success 
uh, is a common thread among coaches who may not be as forthright. Uh, and again, I've never dealt with Bill Belichick one-on-one before, so I, I don't know what it's going to be like for me. But from what I understand, Bill's not a guy who really likes to dig into the minutia. He just likes talking concepts, and he likes talking about football in general rather than, hey, he ran this two-gap scheme and uh, you know the defense countered with, with you know crashing the A-gap. Like, he doesn't want to from what I understand, he doesn't really want to talk about those things. And frankly, I, I think we as broadcasters don't really need to know a lot of that stuff, especially with our analysts. Our analysts are really smart. Like, you know, I, and whether regardless of what your mileage is on analyst to analyst, whoever does your CBS or Fox games, or if you like the Monday night or Sunday night crew or not, they're there and they're there for a reason. And they all have football knowledge. And I think we can interpret on our own. I think fans are pretty smart now, too. Like, fans are smarter now than they ever have been. So I don't think you need to bludgeon them with the minutia of it. I think you need to understand where a coach is coming from conceptually, where a player is coming from mechanically and conceptually, rather than here are the exact specifics of what I was thinking when 50 things are happening around me and I saw an open guy. Like, I don't think fans care about that as much as they do about the concepts and what makes a team or what makes a player tick the way that they do. We're talking with Adam Amin, Fox Sports NFL broadcaster. He'll be on the call in Foxborough on Sunday for the Patriots and Saints, and he's here with us now on the Brady Farkas Show on DEV. You had a chance last week to do the 49ers and Eagles game, so that means you had a chance to talk with Jalen Hurts, and then I presume at least somewhat with Trey Lance. As we think about Mac Jones, what are you seeing in other young quarterbacks around the league? What, what qualities are you noticing about them when you talk to them, when you see them play? you're still gathering like that these guys are trying to figure it out and that's fairly understandable. Now I'll bring up Tom Brady just because we had Tampa Bay four times last year. So I got to see him in his new element and kind of ask him some questions. And we got to see the evolution of what Brady was like in Tampa and what the offense was like. And it's so distinct. It's so clear that Tom has been doing this for a long time, the way he speaks about the position, the way he speaks about the game plan or, or, you know, whatever, you know, we're, we're, we're digging into whether he wants to answer your question directly or not, he's going to try to give you a thoughtful answer about it. And probably because he's answered these same questions week in week out for, you know, the better part of two decades now. So naturally he's going to have a little bit of a better feel for it. Jalen hurts. You can probably tell is still searching for like, how do I want to approach these meetings? Do I want to be super forthright? Am I allowed to say certain things? I think that's part of it, too. I, th- I think young quarterbacks aren't sure what they're allowed to say and what they should say and what they shouldn't say. What can they reveal? What shouldn't they reveal? What do you feel comfortable talking about? What don't you feel comfortable talking about? So I think there's always a little bit of hesitancy with younger quarterbacks. I get this sense that young quarterbacks are still trying to figure this out. And that is an element to this business that is probably rightfully overlooked by fans because you don't really need to know I, I again it's it's we're thinking about things that you need or don't need to know do fans really care about that stuff maybe maybe not but at the very least you can gauge a little bit of personality you can gauge a little bit of the type of person that this per that this young athlete is starting to become or is or, or kind of comes in with that personality you can at least have a gauge for some of that stuff and maybe that adds a little bit of color to your broadcast maybe it doesn't But at the very least, I do think it's important to at least have an understanding of these people as humans. You know, you mentioned you had the Saints a bunch last year, so you're well-versed on what they do. But they look a lot different than they did last year. Drew Brees is gone. Michael Thomas is hurt. He's not going to play in this game. So we know Alvin Kamara. But beyond that, what should we be looking for as Patriots fans on Sunday? 
Yeah, I think this is a, an interesting offense all of a sudden. Now, their offensive line hasn't played great. They don't have their center or did have their center, Eric McCoy, and, and he was uh, struggling in practice, uh, getting back to practice earlier this week. So there were definitely some offensive line issues. It's such a juxtaposition from week one to week two, what, what New Orleans looked like, at least offensively. They were so sharp against Green Bay, and they just weren't against Carolina. I think part of that is the scheme that Carolina runs. They run this kind of hybrid 3-3-5. And, and Phil Snow comes in from college, and now in year two at Carolina, he's kind of mixing some things in, and it, and it made it difficult to pick up some of the coverages for New Orleans uh, offensively. Their offensive line had some problems, and Winston was under some constant pressure. Uh, Receiver-wise, they don't have a go-to guy like Michael Thomas. They don't have as many big-bodied guys. They don't have Jared Cook at tight end. Yeah. That's a big loss. They don't have Emmanuel Sanders, who was a really nice safety blanket, even when Michael Thomas was hurt last year. So, you know, not having these... Big name guys, you know, Sanders is a veteran. Uh, Jared Cook has been a productive tight end. And now you're looking at guys like Adam Troutman and Saints offense that just haven't been there for a significant portion of time. They haven't had to worry about how are they going to fill space? Uh, you know, how are they going to flood one side of the field? Because they just had better receivers, better athletes, better route runners, and they just don't have that right now. So for a Patriots secondary that obviously is still missing Stephon Gilmore, but has been really productive in these first couple of weeks in terms of takeaways and getting to the football, rallying to the football. Uh, you know, this could be a big game for them. Honestly, this might be a, a nice boost for the Patriots defense. This is probably their most uh, interesting test, right, in the first couple of weeks because, yeah. you know, my, the Miami game was so herky-jerky. Last week against the, the Jets are the Jets. They're still the Jets. You know, they're, they're going to struggle. You know, you guys know this uh, up yeah. in the Northeast as well as anybody. They're, they're not there yet, and Zach Wilson's not there yet. I think this will be their best gauge because Sean Payton, like Bill Belichick, two veteran coaches, really do take preparation after losses seriously. We know Belichick has always had a great record after a loss and after buys. Same thing with Sean Payton. I think we'll get a sense of this New England defense in a better sense because I think New Orleans will be very prepared offensively this week. Adam Amin, Fox Sports NFL broadcaster. He'll be on the call for Pat Saints coming up on Sunday. I'll get you out of here. We know you have a great crew right now at Fox. So, but if I could put you in the booth with one other person who you've never done a game with, any sport, who would it be? Oh man, that is a that's an awesome question. Because uh, I and I've been fortunate. I've, I've gotten a chance to work with a lot of the a lot of these people. You know, like the Jeff Van Gundys of the world. I'm sure is at the top of the list of a lot of broadcasters. I've I've I've, I've had the pleasure of working with guys like that. Um, you know, if if it was retired, I would say Madden. Because I would just love yeah. to do a game with John Mann. Just, I mean, he's one of the innovators of the job, especially in, in football. But, you know, I, I, I would love to maybe have a chance to work with a Tony Romo one day, you know, just, just to, just to kind of see what it's like more than anything else. Because you read, you watch games, you know, you read what people say about certain analysts and maybe why they connect with fan bases and fans for a, the most part. I don't want to speak for everybody, but it seems like they all seem to like Tony Romo and they like his enthusiasm and, and like his genuine nature and obviously he's done a very good job working at the in that job the last couple of years so uh, i think it'd be interesting at least at the very least to have a chance to work with somebody like that who's kind of you know what what makes them tick why are they so connective with with fans and obviously part of it is they're, they're doing it in front of a large audiences and, the, and if they do it well then people will like it. it's not that hard right the, the business is a little uh easier than we make it seem sometimes Adam Amin, Fox Sports NFL broadcaster, Patriots Saints. We'll be watching you this Sunday. Adam, we appreciate it, and uh, thanks so much for the time. We'll do it again. You got it, Brady. Thanks, brother.